You're now listening to the Mortgage Motivation Podcast, and I'm your host, Gary Taylor. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. We are back at it again. I hope you had a chance to uh, go out there and write some offers. Like I always say, you got to put some offers out there in order to get on the contract. So yeah, so today, uh, this is uh, episode 18, and I thought of a title, and I was thinking about what could I name this episode? You know, what could I name the episode? And I thought about the pivot. Like, what what do you do in this new market? Right? You got to (laughs) pivot. You can't stand still. You can't sit there and, I guess, complain about the new market. You have to do something about it. All right? This market is in a transition. You know, we're going back to the norm is uh, what I like to call it. So we all seeing it, you know, from our standpoint as the lender, as well as the client. So you guys are not the only ones that's, that's seeing this. We're seeing it too. And it's tough. It's tough for everyone. Uh, but we want to make sure that everyone is all on the same page and we put you in the right position so you still can find the home that you want. You know, mortgage rates are, you know, we're turning back to the fours and fives. So let's get right to it. There's no need to run away from it. It is what it is. So at the most basic level, mortgage bonds are like bonds. Movement in the bond market generally translates to movement in the mortgage rates. Our market has been stimulated for uh, over two years now. So we all knew we cannot maintain those rates that low forever, right? <laughs> we couldn't do it. So in order to stabilize the market, we had to bring the rates back up. So not to get too deep into why, let's just discuss Let's discuss what we need to do in this new market. So I I thought of five things that you need to do in order to pivot in this market. So the first thing I thought of is probably more more important than anything else is to reevaluate your price point. If you've been out looking at houses for a couple of months, uh, more than likely your pre-approval needs to be reviewed to ensure that you have the new rates on your pre-approval. All right. We have to, we want to make sure that it matches your scenario, your current scenario. And, and I thought of it. So if you had a $300,000 loan amount at four and a quarter and say the rates go up, I'm going to take it way up. So let's say we went up to five and a quarter. That could be the difference of $180. And that's using like a $300,000 loan amount. So it's two ways you could look at that. All right. So number one, yes, is more than what you're originally going to pay is $180 more. But the way I look at it is that's still better than renting because if you went out and found an apartment, you're still probably going to pay more than that if that was your budget. And one thing I can say for all this to kind of make sense, transitioning in a market can be tough for anyone. So if you're out looking at houses for a couple of months, you may feel a little bit more than anybody else because if you're brand new to the market, this is all you know. So just like when we went from the two percents to the threes, it was tough. Going from the threes to the fours, it was tough. And now we're going to the fours and to the fives. So it will continue to be that way, but that's the market and that's what we have to deal with. All right, so yeah, granted the, the rates are increasing, but the rates and the mortgage payments are very affordable. So don't forget about that. All right. So reevaluate your price point. Number two, you need to go ahead and lock in your rate. You know, we tried our best to hope and pray that 
the rates will respond to the market um, in a way that we could see the rates dropping just a tad bit because sometimes you know, you'll see the rates go up and down, up and down, up and down. But in the last two weeks, two and a half weeks, actually, we've been seeing the rates just constantly going up. So it's in the upward uh, uh, direction and it's not changing. So I recommend that you go ahead and lock in your rate uh, in this volatile market. There's no need to float because that could be dangerous in the current situation that we're in right now. So after the rates level off, then yeah, you could you could float it, but do it with caution. You want to do that with caution because we are in a new situation right now. And as we continue to um, keep our eyes on the Federal Reserve and how we're going to continue to stabilize the market, we want to make sure that we do it in a way that we're not hurting ourselves by floating interest rates when you really don't have to. So just another thing I want you to remember when it comes to just the rates in general, if you're not on a contract, if you're buying a home, then you can't lock in your rate. Now, if you're doing a refinance, it's a little different because you already own your home and you can lock your, your rate in as soon as you start the application process. But if you're buying a home, the general rule of, th the rule of thumb is you cannot lock in a rate until you are under contract. All right. Uh, so I just want to make sure that everyone understood that part of it. All right. So just make sure you get yourself locked in as soon as you can. So number three, I thought about this. So I, we do this all the time anyway, but there's other ways of reducing your monthly payment. So just going back a fun fact, don't forget when you're paying a mortgage, you're paying PITI. Well, most of us are principal interest taxes and insurance. So think about that. So there's other ways outside of just the mortgage payment where you can make your total mortgage payment a little less. Best way of doing that is shopping for better homeowners insurance rates. So you could, you know, run through a couple of quotes and just see who's going to give you the best policy out there for the lowest amount for, with a reputable company company. So for an example, I had a young lady today. Oh, actually we did this, uh, last week and I got the quote back today, but she was quoted uh, 200, I just say roughly 200 bucks a month for homeowners insurance. And I say, you know what? That sounds on a higher side. Uh, let's let another agent take a look at that to see you know what it would look like worst case scenario it, it comes back being more than what you already have but it does not hurt to go ahead and get that reevaluated and we did so she went from uh 200 a month to 78 dollars a month guys so that's a great amount that's a pretty good amount of savings right so 200 bucks to 78 dollars a month and that's without even touching the mortgage but since that's a part of the payment that means a mortgage payment is going to be less, uh, well, it's, it's going to be less than what it could have been if we wouldn't have touched it at all. All right. So that's just one way of lowering your monthly payment. So uh, just keep that in mind. The fourth thing I want to discuss is your pre-approval and your loan commitment. Yeah, I said loan commitment, guys. That's something that's something that we're doing that's not fairly new to the market, but you're starting to see us having a lot of success by giving our clients loan commitments. Uh, maybe a great plan to do that. You know, you don't have to do that, but let's talk about it and how it works. So when you call me as your lender and you're trying to get pre-approved so you could go out with your realtor, what happens is we look at your income documents. Of course, we run an application, uh, look at your credit, and we come up with an evaluation of your uh, scenario that we can see. 
But getting a loan commitment takes it a step further. That means that we submitted all your documents into our underwriter and they signed off on the scenario that we gave them. So for an example, you got yourself pre-approved for $500,000 purchase price and you wanna make sure that you will get approved for that. So what we'll do is package up your application along with your income documents. So pretty much all of your financial documents, right? And we have our processing team review it really quick and submit that into an underwriter so they could issue out a mortgage commitment. So how that works out to your advantage. So imagine you giving a commitment to a seller's agent that's gonna show this to the seller of that home that you're trying to buy. Not only have you been pre-approved, but you have a loan commitment, meaning that you had a underwriter to take a look at all your documents. So you're almost as good as cash, if you wanna look at it that way. And you really would stand out from the other pre-approvals that's right in front of them, that's writing an offer. So I always say, think about it in this fashion. If you're selling your house and you had someone that had a loan commitment, that's truly a pre-approval, meaning that the underwriter was able to look at that. But when we say pre-approval, more than like we're not saying it's been underwritten. We have a, a desktop underwriter that's a computer system that looks at your, your income documents and your scenario. And you, you, know, you have people like myself and the processing team, but when you get that loan commitment, that means you have had an underwriter to take a look at your, your scenario and they're saying that you're in good hands. So when you present that in front of a seller, like I said, it really stands out because you had them to review your information and that eliminates a lot of stress to the seller. Because uh, a lot of times, a lot of these deals, they fall out. Once you put them on the contract, they fall out once you get to underwriting. So that right there will set you out from the crowd. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about is ignoring the noise from the outside. And I talk about that a lot because it's true. When you're you know, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and everyone's been so negative about the market, uh, a lot of times we lose our motivation and we want to change our mind. So, and that's the reason why I gave you an example earlier about uh, how much you'll be paying more. And once again, that example was using a $300,000 purchase price or $300,000 loan amount. So if it's less than that, yeah, you, you're not gonna spend more than that. And there's a lot of variables that's in there too. Just trying to give you an idea of what the increase would be. So, you know, $100 more for a house that you wanna purchase versus you renting or you wait on the market get better. And as you already know, the feds are saying that the race was going to continue to increase. So no telling how long that's going to be, uh, why you wait for the market to get better. That could be a long, that could be five years. That could be 10 years, 15 years from now, who knows? So good luck with doing that. Ignore the noise. If it's something that you want to do and you truly bond this home to start your life, uh, with your new family, uh, starting off as a new investor, you building something for a generation of wealth, whatever the case may be. It may be you just moving to a different state or city for a new job. If that's what you want, you gotta go after it. Sometimes that may mean that you may have to work a couple more hours, right? To make up the difference, save some more money, but don't ever forget, uh, give up based upon what the market is saying. This is your dream, it has nothing to do with the market. It's like I said, sometimes you just gotta work harder work harder, work harder. And maybe, you know, uh, you could refinance later on if you feel as though your rate is that, that high. Once you've had your, your home for a couple of months, whenever the rate started drop, you know, I'd be in contact with you if you're my client 
and we could go ahead and look into refinancing that rate uh, to something that's lower. If that's something that, you know, you, we need to do, because it, it doesn't always mean that, you know, just because rates drop, that is best to refinance either. But we'll always evaluate that and come up with a game plan um, that best fits your, your situation. All right. So like I say, ignore the noise from the outside. If this is something that you want, don't ever, ever allow someone else to take that away from you. All right. So that's all I have for you today, guys. I hope that uh, this episode uh, touches you in a way that you know that you're not alone. A lot of us are feeling the new market transition, but it's okay. You're going to go out there and find the home that you want and never give up. Don't ever give up on that. Okay. So like I always say, just uh, share this episode with someone that's looking to purchase in our new market. To let you know that we, we have some ways of going around the higher rates and we're going to, we're going to work this out together, guys. So like I said, share it with your friends and family, coworkers, anyone that's looking to purchase, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.